Hello everyone, welcome to episode 29 of TV Talk with Nigella. I am Nigella. How are you doing today? Everybody's doing great. Today, do I say it's a quick episode? Oh wait a minute, everybody's doing great. Forgot that. I'm doing fine too. Thank you for asking. I am going to be doing kind of a threefold um, TV talk today. First, I'm going to start off with Married at First Sight. That's going to be super quick. I'm going to segue into Life After Lockup and then end off with the season finale of Dallas Cowboy Cheerleaders making the team. But nothing's going to be really, <clears throat> really, really long today. Just going to kind of go over it quickly because the episodes, I think um, Married at First Sight is finished. They have one more episode. Uh, Life After Lockup's kind of finished. And of course, it was the season finale of <clears throat> the Cowboy Cheerleaders. So starting off at Married at First Sight, watch how quick this is going to be. <sighs> decision day. My decision throw the whole season in the trash. I honestly think that they should have just looked at this season and said, oh, I don't even want to air it. No couples stayed together. Of course, biggest surprise slash not biggest surprise, Mirla leaving Gil. Uh, Everybody's like, oh, she's trash. She's this, she's that. Okay. She's not, you know, my favorite person out of the box. But like she said, she just really wasn't into him. And for whatever reason, maybe he just talked too doggone much. Um, They're matching these people and they're like, you know, I think this person will be good for this person. You know, kind of, you're not even really getting them what they're asking for. And that goes all the way back to even, you know, Chris last year. With Chris last year, and, and I'm not his fan, believe me. You knew he wanted a certain type of woman that was over the top with glamour. And though Paige is a pretty girl, she wasn't over the top with glamour. Now, if you couldn't give him that, don't put him on the show. Oh, but you put him on the show because you want ratings. Anyway, no couple stayed together. Um, A lot of people were surprised about Rachel and Jose. I was not. Um, I thought once they moved in together, his picky ways would annoy her. And it's the truth. They do annoy her. And that's that. And she was so, she was just like, um, deuces, I'm going to live with my mom. Um, so I don't even think they'll try to work it out. Uh, Gil and Mirla, I mean, I, everybody's feeling bad for him. But Gil, you know, just like Kevin said, you're going to be all right. Your DMs are blowing up, I'm sure. Uh, I really wish they could have made it, though. They were a cute couple. But yes, again, no couples made it. Trash season. They're not helping the couples out like they were. I put on... One of the Facebook's page, I was like, you know, throw the whole season away. And somebody put under that, and the experts. And you know what? I like the experts, but I'm even beginning to think, like, you hardly even saw Dr. Viviana this year. If you're going to do it, and you say you're going to help them out, help them out. What they're doing is so busy going on to the next season and doing unmatchables, that they're not really helping. So that was Married at First Sight. Trash season. Hopefully next season will be better. You know, definitely be there. Moving on to life after lockup. It's my own theme song for them. 
So right now I'm looking at Sean and oh, what is that child's name? Uh, Sean and oh, I was gonna say Sean and Rachel, but it's not Sean and Rachel. Um, you know this is real time. Hold on, Sean and Sarah. How could I forget her name? Um, I'm just looking at her now, and she's moving into his house. Why are you gonna move into his house after you found out? That he lied to you about a couple of things anyway. Maybe you hashed some things over we didn't see. Okay. She decides to move in with him, much to her mother's dismay. And bringing your child in. Now, I feel kind of different ways about that. You know, I, I was a, a mom who wasn't with my kid's father. And I just didn't think you should introduce kids, little kids, to somebody so quickly. And... You know, hey, that that's just my feeling about it. Especially moving in with them. You gotta be cuidado, as my mother, my mother's friend would say, my girlfriend's mother would say, cuidado, you gotta be careful. Uh, but she's doing this. But here's the part that really fried me to no end. You're up here. You got little dogs and you're making the little, oh, it took me all day to make that bed for uh, Ashley or little Amelia, whatever the girl's name is. Uh, the little girl and cutest little girl cute as a button and like sarah said at first she went away so young she's just getting to know that girl uh you're just becoming a mommy because you just got out of jail and then doing you know a pretty decent job she doesn't look like anybody who's going to go back to jail um and hopefully you know she won't a little girl's name is abby i think it is but now he's like, I took all day to make this bed. You took all day to make this bed. You got this beautiful little bunk beddy thing for her. I don't, do you have another bedroom for your kids to even come visit? What is that about? I don't, you know, that's something. Ooh, fry an egg on my head. Fry it, fry it, fry it. How dare you? How dare you? You're overly taking care of someone else's child how about taking care of your own and just because you're sending them a check you're not taking care of them because you're looking you're on this show and you're living with this woman i'm just yeah that irritated i didn't like him anyway but that really irritated me and then when you see they have a confessional and she says oh do you want any more kids and of course that girl is young she wants more kids she wants a family he's just like i already got six and then he was like, I didn't understand the question. What didn't you understand about do you want more kids? So that was him. And then you also had <laughs> Brittany and Ray. Brittany, Brittany, Brittany. I think Ray is a super cool dude. I, I was telling somebody he's actually the first convict. I'm like, yeah, go for it. I think he's doing, you know, he's got out of jail. He's got his job. But Brittany, your lifestyle is different from his and, and that's not even him being a, a you know, a convicted uh, felon. His lifestyle wasn't your lifestyle. Now she's coming up. She's like, yeah, my birthday's coming up. We're going to be popping bottles. We're going to go to Miami, this, that, and the other. He's looking at her like, what? You know, and, and she's like, I'm accustomed to going and doing. And you're accustomed to doing that. Then, sister, you should have found somebody that's accustomed to doing that also. Or at least found somebody that's adaptable to it. Not saying that Ray can't be adaptable to it, but now you want to go here, there, and everywhere and pop bottles, and homeboy's still on parole. And when he met her mom, oh, yes. Why in the world would you tell somebody, why would you tell anybody 
that you got to pay back a hundred and something thousand dollars. And, oh, yeah, well, it's my debt, you know. I don't know. I really don't know the law. I'm not a lawyer. I know when you do get married, you do assume the debt of a person. But I don't know how that goes when it comes to uh, felon debt because that came before they got married. But whatever the case, he'll be paying that for the rest of his life. So unless he becomes a rapper, how in the world is he going to pay it back? Now, I'm sure you're getting money from this show, but it is actually not gonna be enough i'm just looking at the scene where ash where sarah walks off and sean's making that little evil face he knows exactly what he said but anyway so that's the case with Brittany and and ray uh, she wants too much and i just think she's overwhelming the poor dude i do if, if, if he leaves i'm not i'm not gonna be mad at him because she's like, yeah, I want to go, I want to do this. And he's just like, I got to check with my parole officer. And I think he said he was on parole for three years. Like, dude, like, come on. Then the mother asking the questions, which I guess she has a right. Why? I'm going to tell y'all a secret. <laughs> Why was I kind of glad that he wasn't like a real, like, out there drug dealer, drug dealer? Like, um, he was, in essence, selling some, you know, <laughs> pills from the pharmacy. Is it bad? Yes, it's bad. Blah, blah, blah. But I thought he was like out on the corner like, yo, 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 I got that bag. I got that bag. But he really wasn't. And what he did was a stupid mistake. And he wasn't an armed robber. I'm glad he did, you know, make that distinction. He was like, mm, we just, it was burglary. I didn't even know there was, I guess there's robbery, burglary, theft. You know, I guess it's all different uh, misdemeanor classes. And he did do his time. And I think that he you know, will learn his lesson, but I think she has to relax. And like the mom said, why didn't she find somebody? She wants a certain lifestyle and she needed to find somebody comparable to that lifestyle. So if you want to go and find somebody in jail, then you need to go to one of those light jails like Martha Stewart went to. And then you find yourself somebody comparable uh, to you. <laughs> uh, Puffy, the other girl, Puffy has a warrant out for her arrest because they said she changed her address. I don't know why they can't find you when you're on this show. But again, scripted. Um, they're not my favorites, you know, and Shane and Lacey, which I thought, Shane and Lacey, you go, you have a fight, and then you go and you sleep with John? And another, like, another thing. That's a young boy, Shane. Another one who I thought he wasn't a bad, you know, convict made a mistake, this, that, and the other. But I really think she is ruining his life because that boy don't know whether he's up, down, all around, or the sunshine. She's really messing with him mentally. He may not want her anymore. He may, Who knows what he wants? But I just think she wasn't good for him. And now you go and you sleep with this John and you're like, oh, I don't know what that's going to mean for my marriage. And John, why are you an idiot? Why do you keep going back to her? Like, come on. So that's really life after lockup. Did I, let me see, did I miss anybody? They didn't show Stan and Lisa this week. Oh, Jesus, that fool Deontay. Sum it up. Like his mother said best. You can tell when she's been manipulated, but you can't tell when you're being manipulated. Side note, what about the friend saying he's been married three times? Like, how old are you? Um, <laughs> so... He wants to go to her wedding. I'm sure that's just a ratings thing. I know he comes on like after the show and he does like a question and answer and stuff. I, I can't. I can't watch him because 
it just really bothers me that someone would be showing that kind of ignorance. It, it does. That bothers me. And I really hope you're just doing it for the show. Move on, dude. Move on. And yes, move on. If you want somebody to use you, you can get anybody in the free world to do it. People will do it. You don't need that little crackhead girl who wants her girlfriend. And alleged, I got to act like Wendy here, alleged. That girl is definitely on some kind of something. Um, and the, the girls, they look like uh, they're spacey, just like Stan and Lisa. She looks like she's kind of spacey, too, sometimes. And if you are not, my apologies, people. Uh, but, you know, it is what it is. Uh, so that's life after lockup. Let's see the people I'm going to discuss. Uh, oh, and it was funny how Lacey was talking to Shane at first. And she was like, oh, yeah, I want to really work it out. Did you mean you want to work it out underneath John or... I don't know how that goes. Um, but that is, yeah, I don't think I missed anybody who was on this episode. I don't think I'm going to talk about anybody else. And last but not least, Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders making the team. I just want to say congrats to all the 2021 rookies. Kelly, wow, you really came up. You made it. I do think you can have a little more facial expressions, but I think she's working on that. Uh, congrats to my girl Tyra, Kay Deanna. You know, those are my favorites. I love the little Klein to Jensen. Congrats to you. I am glad that they did cut ties off with uh, Ava. I did think she was immature. And apparently she was posting probably about what was going on. And again, that is a maturity level. Um, and, you know, big up to, to Kelly for bringing her in the first time and, and I guess seeing the little girl flip off and saying, if we just saw that on social media, we wouldn't have, you know, brought you here. You know, some churches need to really look into the standards. They have standards. You know what? These young people, you should know when you're putting this stuff on social media, people are going to look and you, you really got to think about that. It wasn't back in my day. We did our, our dirt and I didn't do much. Uh, and we weren't on film and everything. Y'all are doing it and putting on, putting it out there, and it can be costly. So, you know, just be mindful of that. But I'm glad, you know, they stood up as an organization, you know, saying, you're not for us. That's, I, I commend them. Bravissimo, utapastia, bravissimo. Um, so congrats to the class of 2021. One thing I will say, I was on YouTube, and I was looking at their performance that they did for 60 years of the Dallas Cowboy uh, Cheerleaders. And it looked like I saw Madison dancing with the girls. So I'm just kind of wondering, do they cut people uh, if they're not, you know, doing what they need to do? Because I know when the show first came back on, I didn't see Sydney from last year's rookie class. And I didn't see, I think her name was Al, um Alexandria or Alex or something like that but I did hear that she didn't want to take the vaccine but there were a few girls that I know didn't come back I know they addressed they addressed Madison they never addressed that girl Alex who was clearly in episode one but it wasn't in episode three I, I clearly saw that uh, and they never addressed it I think you should address them because people like me want to know so now I'm looking at this and I see Maddie dancing but I don't know, you know, it's so far out. You can't see who's there and who's not. But as long as I saw Kelly, as long as I saw Tyra, as long as I saw Katie Anna, I was happy. Now, the other thing that was so 
cute yet. I'll tell you this. So they have the friends and family come and they can watch them in their first performance. And I do think that's such a sweet thing. Klein's boyfriend got on one knee and proposed and said, you know, will you marry me? Is that a beautiful thing? Yes. But Klein's getting ready to be around all these football players and all this money. So I hope it sticks out. But Klein's getting ready to elevate to another scene over here. So it may work. It may not. Maybe you just did that to lock her up. Klein was happy, but she was like, mm, okay. And big up to these girls. You know, I'm, I'm sitting here looking at it like, Dad, what was I doing 40, 30 years ago? I should have been out here high-stepping, grabbing me some football player. I could have been, you know, Mrs. Michael Irving by now. Hey, I know he's married. Sorry. Cut, cut, cut. That was funny. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but that was that. Congrats to them. And now it's time for... Blast from the past. Today, the blast from the past rolling, rolling, rolling all the way back to 1974, Little House on the Prairie. Now, I know you could see that mostly anywhere, but I tell you why I, that's my blast from the past today. That's my blast from the past today because the wife on Little House on the Prairie, she's doing this book and she's apparently ripping Michael Landon. And people are not liking it, including myself. Not that he was no friend of mine. And not that I ever saw one episode of Little House on the Prairie, because I never did. Back in my day, it was on, but it was like corny. Like, mm, I don't want to watch that. Um, I don't know, plenty of people did, black, white, and blue. But it just never was my thing. And still, I can't even, I know that I think the little girl is Laura Ingalls, and they lived on a prairie. That is all I can tell you about that show. Um, it lasted from 1974 to 1983, so it was uber successful. Um, Michael Landon, good actor. He ended up doing Highway to Heaven, which they, you know, are bringing that back now. I think um, Jill Scott, I think, is is in that. Um, don't quote me. I, I think she's in it. I'm not really sure, but I know they are updating it. It is Jill Scott that's in the updated one. I had to go look it up real quick. Um, but, you know, Little House on the Prairie, that is my blast from the past this week. If you liked it, let me know. Let me see. But I'm really, like I said, not appreciating that girl. Uh, excuse me. She is a woman. Uh, you know, blasting him. And, and I'm not saying that the stories aren't true. I'm not saying that the stories aren't true at all. They could be true. Number one, whether it was right, wrong, or indifferent, it was a different time, and it wasn't because she was like, he was laying in the bed, and he would crack these dirty jokes, and, you know, the cast and crew were laughing. That's what it was back then. So here people are like, oh, my God, I'm so aghast, and this, that, and the other. But it was the time back then. It was the boys will be boys mentality. So you didn't think he was trash then, but even if you did think he was trash, you kept your job, right? You didn't do like Gina did, was like, oh, I'm sick of Martin, and left the show. You stayed there. So I don't want to read your book now. But that's me. Others might. Um, so anyway, you guys have a great day. Glad I got on to do it today. I wanted to kind of... Now, you know, holiday time is coming up. It's going to be Thanksgiving next week. Everyone, my God, I'm thankful that I know the Lord for myself, especially in these times. I'm thankful for my family, thankful for my friends. Thankful for everything, just what I have, just have an attitude 
of gratitude always. Uh, thankful for even the employment um, that I have. I'm thankful for my podcast. Thankful for, um, you know, when I'm doing my reefs, even though I'm not doing them right now because I um, just haven't gotten to it. Uh, so take this time. I remember when, when we would get together as family, we would stand around. You know, we would, we would say our Thanksgiving prayer, but just always, you know, my family, we're super close. My parents brought us up to, you know, love the Lord and to always be thankful uh, for what we have, whether you have a lot or whether you have a little. Um, if you're thankful for the little, it can become a lot. You know, I saw a preacher one time say, you know, if your house is leaning to one side, get on that good side and give God praise. That's what you got to do, you know, and I, you know, a lot of people don't know. I lived, whew, I lived without walls, without floor, without a floor for a long time. Um, you know, that's my, my story. My house, when I lived back uh, in New York, was, was not a good house. It was not the greatest neighborhood. It was okay, but it wasn't, it wasn't dodging bullets or anything. So let me just say that. But in my mind, I could always see myself out of that. And I stayed, you know, back in New York for, for reasons. You know, we had children. I'm not uprooting them. Their dad was involved in their life. I'm not going to uproot them from that. But I did come out of it. You know what I'm saying? So vision, vision, see yourself somewhere else. And you can do it, but be thankful for where you are. And that's all I have to say. That's my life lesson today on my TV talk from Nigel Della. You guys have a great day and God bless.